0: and welcome to Subcultured, a podcast exploring subcultures from around the world. I'm your host, Jake Brennan, your size 12 men's, and I'm joined today by fellow footsie enthusiast, Joanna Graham.
1: We'll trade footpicks for cash.
0: Ben Hymans. will trade cash for footpicks. And Jay you have it. Wee,
2: wee, wee, wee. That's the little picky running all the way home.
0: And hello, <laughs> hello, hello, listener and audience. So, the other day, as all sane humans do, I was asking myself, what's my favorite part of the body? You know, one bit, not just that looks good, but just is all-round amazing. And I thought I'd bring that to the Board of Tourism, to you guys, and question, what's your favorite part of the body? Ben, how about you start us off? Oh, that's a difficult question. So, when mm. I find myself, you know, sat
3: splish-splash in my bath, it's quite easy to, like, look at your hands and feet and go, these just accessible bits of me. Yeah, I can I can play with those all day long.
2: I'm glad you said that bit and
3: not anything else. <laughs> I thought you were trailing off to somewhere
0: else with a more dirtier disposition.
3: Well, maybe it is trailing off to somewhere else, but uh, a lady never wiggles her toes and tells?
0: We're not even two minutes in I already think you would jump into penis talk. Jesus, I, Ben. I, I did not mention that at all. Well, for all of us that were thinking it, I knew it was going that way. Jacob, what's your favourite part of the human body? It would have to be the most horrific part of the body, the teeth.
2: Ooh, why the teeth? Because when you're a little kid, there's big adult ones hiding in your skull, just waiting to <laughs> pop out.
3: <laughs> wow. Um, and much like the Mormon hell dream, everyone I know has always had either the teeth falling out or the teeth breaking dream.
0: Jesus. I generally believed that mine was going to be the weird one mentioning the weenus. A little bit behind your elbows or your knees because it feels nice and I get a really weird satisfaction of when clothes like, crumple up into the crook of it. But no, you guys, well done for making me feel a bit more secure about my weenus, love. Oh, um, that's nice. <laughs> support the weenus, everyone. How do you spell weenus? Exactly how you thought it would be. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Weenie. But Joe, what's your favourite part of the body?
1: That's easy. For me, it would be the nose. I don't know if there's such a thing as a nose fetish, but, like, mm. I definitely look at people's noses before any other part of their body. Different nose shapes are very interesting to me. I like them in every shape and size.
0: Nose was a good second for me because I think I know has a lot of personality to it versus yeah. like an ear. Ears are a bit boring but noses, like you can get big ones, small ones.
1: And like, just millimetres can make such a difference in noses. Mm. Like, okay, I've had a nose job. This is something that I do tell people about. And I only took three millimetres off my nose and it could honestly be like a totally different nose altogether. It's such a radical change. Three millimetres, that's nothing.
3: I'm glad that's something we can all establish here, is three millimetres, that's nothing.
0: (laughs) That's nothing. uh, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It's fine. Well, uh, today's episode isn't about the nose, nor the weenus, nor the teeth, nor the hands, but indeed the feet, as you already guessed. We're going to be looking at the subculture of feet. sees, feet people, I don't know, but I know somebody does know, and that's our expert for today, Joe Graham.
1: I'm so happy that I get to be the resident foot fetish expert.
0: (laughs) Pop that one on the CV. (laughs) I'm
1: very happy to be here. Thank you for having me again. So, I mean, what would you like to know about foot fetishism? I've done so much research now. I feel like I'm the all-knowing god of foot fetishes. For example, did you know that foot fetishism is called podophilia?
0: Any particular reason why podophilia?
1: Well, pod means foot, I believe, and then philia means love of, so podophilia. Huh. There you go. There you go. So, foot fetishism is the sexual attraction of feet. Duh. But also, feet and foot accessories. So, that's things like socks, shoes, stockings, ankle bracelets, toe rings. Anything that goes on a foot counts as coming under the umbrella of foot fetishism. Now I feel like
3: and forgive me for being a bit of a stickler for the rules. Yeah. But ankle bracelet, are we moving a bit away from a foot at that point?
1: No, that still counts. It's the same reason stockings count. Cuz stockings, think about that, that covers the whole leg, but that mm-hmm. still technically counts as part of a foot fetishism umbrella.
0: I'd still consider my knee part of the foot just to another <laughs> extra joint. <laughs>
3: For those in the audience who are listening, Jake Brennan is officially three foot tall, so <laughs> that is
0: why he considers
3: his knee to be part of his foot. There's nothing in between there.
0: There's the weenus, which I do like, but other than that, it's just all foot. I'm just a footman.
1: I'm sorry I don't have any stats on whether or not foot fetishists appreciate the knees, because I would think if there's anything uglier than a foot, it's a knee. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: I don't know. I mean,
3: there's a quite a common perception of people that knees look like they have faces. Yeah, not good ones. Well, I mean, that's all relative, surely. That's down to (laughs) individuals' perception. Beauty
1: is in the eye of the beholder.
0: Can't we take a second to just appreciate our own knees and try and find a face in them? Because I'm struggling No, thank
1: you. I hate looking at my knees.
0: I'm kind of getting a bit of a Burt Reynolds feel from mine.
1: Really? That sounds like a sexy knee. Could you send me a pic? Love Burt Reynolds.
0: Bam. There we go. Thanks. Done.
1: I'll uh, send you some cash for that.
0: Hells? Yeah. (laughs) I'm getting a Cookie Monster vibe. I'll be honest. Oh, that's not very sexy. Jacob, what's your Neil like? Voldemort, probably.
1: <laughs> like which era of Voldemort? Like when he's on the back of the professor's head or Ooh. full-grown Voldemort? Oh,
2: that's. A tough- I was going to say the one where he goes there in a uh, what movie seven or whatever, but no, let's go for back of the head because it looks back a bit more head.
0: nondescript. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit smoother. Just mm. <laughs> Ugh, gross. So you're mentioning money. Yes. What's the correlation between feet and money? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, it's just like any fetish. So like okay, so let me start us off by saying that foot fetishism is the most common non-genital fetish that exists in the whole world. So let that blow your mind. The most common. So yeah, it's it's perfectly normal, first of all. And like <laughs> any fetish, you can trade money for pictures of that particular thing, that body part. There's a subsection of the internet where people will pay you money for foot pics, if your feet are nice enough, or dirty enough, or whatever.
2: I wouldn't even say it's a subsection. If you go on any sort of social media, there's at least one person asking for foot pics.
1: Yeah. I wish someone would ask me for foot pics, because honestly, I'd be so happy to give people foot pictures in exchange for money. Like, I do not give a shit. I think my (laughs) feet look quite nice, okay? I mean, I'm biased sure but i think they're perfectly fine feet they've got arches that's apparently a thing that's sexy in feet who has the sexiest feet do you think out of everyone in subcultured because i think it's Ooh. me but i would say that
0: mm, i don't know i've seen ben's feet
3: a lot of people have seen my feet i used to go barefoot quite a lot
1: oh giving that away for free
3: giving it away for free i know i was a bit of a, uh, a harlot in my younger days and <laughs> just you know had them out on display i've got quite wide feet i don't know if that's possibly a thing it makes it very difficult buying shoes because the width of my feet is definitely far wider than the typical length of my foot would have a shoe size for
1: that's the reverse problem that i have my feet are too narrow so i can never find shoes narrow enough we should like combine our forces and like create a niche website that's for all the different types of feet like a netflix foot service
0: i was gonna (laughs) say it just sounds like you just make one normal foot by the sound of no,
1: it. I'm not saying we actually combine our feet. I'm saying that we, <laughs> we can corner different parts of the foot fetishism fetish no, no, market. No, no, it's too
0: late.
3: We are combining our feet. We have the technology. I'm picturing we're going to end up in a bit of like a cat dog situation.
1: <laughs> when doing research for this episode, I did try and find out what makes a sexy foot because it's something that I think is really interesting, and I genuinely want to know if my feet are sexy. So. Did a bit of research and obviously it varies massively. There's no one rule fits everyone because everyone is different and that's the beauty of this world that we live in. Ah. Um, but some people said that they preferred like long toes. Others said oh. that they prefer like strong feet, like really strong looking masculine feet. Okay. Other ah. people liked really dainty small feet. But high arches seems to be a common one, and painted toenails is another.
3: So curves and a bit of makeup, just like any other... uh,
1: Honestly, yes.
3: Sexualized thing, basically. Yes.
1: Curves was mentioned so frequently as like, that's why I'm attracted to feet is because they're curvy.
3: Okay. So if you've
2: got flat feet, you're basically out of luck then.
1: Yeah, sorry, your feet are ugly. Minga feet.
2: Ah. I actually do have flat feet. No! I'm I'm weeping. I'm openly weeping. I'm I'm sorry, I'm sure there's
1: some people who are really into it.
2: Yeah, the real pervs out there. (laughs) The worst of the worst.
0: The naturalists. Mm. flat footers
2: the ones that like <laughs> goblins
0: <laughs> that's not half the internet i feel i've got a bit half and half because from one side my foot is quite flat but from another side i've got a bit of a curve to it then it's like i don't know if i angle it in a way it's a very curvaceous sexy looking slutty foot
1: yeah then on the
0: other angle it's kind of a bit bit basic
1: but that is feet in general isn't it
0: <laughs> well i never considered it i thought my foot was always quite unique just a basic Maybe it bitch. is.
1: Maybe it's got a curve in a place I didn't expect. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: the ankle, just inwards. Just a sharp 30 degree turning <laughs> in the
3: middle. Just, uh, I've heard that can happen sometimes. Oh, my days. You mentioned long toes, but yeah. what about dexterous toes? Does that help at all? I've got fairly dexterous tattoos. You know, I can pick things up with them, quite happily Mm. manipulate pens and things.
1: Yeah, there's definitely a part of, again, a a subsection of foot fetishists who are into feet doing things, like treading on things, picking stuff up is, yeah, again, a big one. I'm trying to think of other things you could do with a foot, and I'm coming up short.
0: I can think of a few unsavory types.
1: You you mean foot fingering? That is a thing.
0: Wait, what? No, no, what? That wasn't where my wine went.
1: I found a Refinery, what's it called, Refinery 49 website article, which is like, if your partner has a foot fetish, this is like some things you can try to make the bedroom a bit more fun. Mm. And it was all <laughs> like, it was, it was things like, you know, try fingering with your toes and stuff like that. And there was some tamer stuff as well, like foot massages. But yeah, toe fingering is absolutely a thing.
0: I generally thought I was doing that with putting my fingers between my toes, but I did not <laughs> think that was what, literally what it meant.
1: No, no, it's putting your toes inside another human's... well.
3: That sounds quite dangerous, if I'm honest, because, like, fingers quite dexterous, you can go in from a number of different angles. Toes, I see very much as a... you go for the toe, and if you slip, the rest of the foot will follow.
1: And toenails are, like... they're a different species. It's not like fingernails, which are a bit more soft and flexible and stuff. Like, if you've got long fingernails, that's bad enough. But imagine someone with, like, long toenails, trying to, like... An
2: athlete's foot...
1: Oh. Yeah. Some people are really into oh, really? Like, uh, maladies involving feet. Hmm. They like stinky feet, like dirty feet.
3: No one wants athletes fanny. Athletes foot.
1: <laughs> but then like other people really like clean feet and like smelling really clean feet and stuff like that. So there's it's just it completely depends. Everyone is different.
0: This, this sounds like a hecking, hecking big subculture.
1: It is, it's massive. It's why it's the most common non-genital body part fetish.
0: Well, how about we get into the subcultured people themselves? What are we calling this?
1: Foot fetishism.
0: Foot fetishism, mysticisms. And do we have a number of how many of them are? We need to have the, the bigger than whales test.
1: All we know is it's, like I said, it's the most common non-genital related fetish. So it's pretty common. It's, it's common enough to be referred to as normal
3: Okay, so it sounds like this was a study and around thirty three to thirty percent of people in the study preferred a body part, and of that thirty three to thirty percent, fifty percent of them preferred feet. So about fifteen percent of people.
0: Ooh. Okay. So let's take this with subcultured official math. Fifteen percent of the world's population. <laughs> <laughs> this is some hard
3: science we're doing here, people. This is subculture. These numbers science. matter.
0: I feel this is going to be much bigger than the population of Wales.
1: Yeah, it's, when you think about it, it's not much of a subculture because it's far too common. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, it's too late now. We've already started the episode. The science has proven it. It's still valid. We still appreciate you and your need for feet. We're just repping you hard.
1: It should be talked about more, because if it is so common, and it is, why is it that it's still considered like a freakish thing to be into? Like It's still got this massive stigma attached to it of like, oh, if you're into feet, you're disgusting and gross and you're a mm. freak. And like mm. it's perfectly normal. It's very
0: Marmite, isn't it? I know people who, yeah. who, who love them and people who outright can't stand feet.
1: I personally don't find feet sexy, but I could look at a foot and be like, that's a nice foot. That's not a nice foot.
0: You could play these little piggies went to market on a foot without feeling morbidly disgusted, but at the same time not around. I'm not going to get
1: a boner. Yeah. <laughs> so do you guys want to know where foot fetishism comes from? Like why people are into feet sexually?
2: Yes, please. Pretty please.
1: So the short answer is it's a combination of nature and nurture. So the science behind it basically is that Some people have an inherent disposition for what scientists will refer to as atypical sexualities and others don't. So whether it's expressed depends on external stimuli and psychosexual reactions to life experience. So basically some people are born with what they call as atypical sexualities, which means you're more prone to have fetishes for certain like non-genital body parts and things like that. But Mm. it doesn't present itself unless you often have an early life experience involving that subject matter so in this case it would be you already have a disposition for liking non-genital body parts and then maybe you have to rub your mum's feet when you're younger and it's like becomes a bit of a habit and then you start to associate that then as being like a, a sexual thing so it's it's a mix
3: that's a little bit oedipus though, isn't it?
1: It is it's totally oedipus and in fact freud had a lot of opinions on foot fascism which i didn't write down because i think freud is a total hack and i hate him <laughs> but he had a lot of opinions And interestingly, the proximity of the feet and genitals on the brain homunculus, the sensory map of the brain, are both in the same area. So basically, the homunculus shows the parts of the body with the most sensory receptors, and feet is one of those body parts. It has like one of the most massive amounts of sensory receptors of any body part. So Mm. because of that, the feet are mapped really closely to the genitals on the brain, and there's cross-wiring which means that some people are prone to foot fetishism, and other people, most commonly, enjoy having their feet touched, like rubbed and stuff like that, which is why people enjoy having their feet rubbed.
3: I mean, it also feels real good when you've got those knots in your arches and someone just gets right in there. It oh, does. Yeah. Or is that, do I just have a foot fetish? Is that why it feels so Maybe. Good?
1: It's like a mild, a mild fetish. And actually, this is a good time to mention as well. There is actually a difference between a kink and a fetish, and technically what we're talking about here is a kink. Because a kink is something that arouses, but is not considered the sexual norm. Whereas a fetish is like, I can't get off. Like, I literally cannot come unless I have a foot on my dick.
0: Oh, so the fetish is more mandatory requirement.
1: Exactly, yeah. Huh. But yeah, most people have a slight thing for their feet being touched. So it's, it's normal.
0: I was going to say, a foot rub brings out some very odd noises in me.
1: Exactly, and honestly... It got me thinking because I was like, "Wow, wouldn't it be great to be in a relationship with someone with a foot fetish? Because they might want to rub your feet all the time, and that would be awesome."
0: Oh, what? I didn't think of it like that. That's a winner. That should be at the top of a Tinder profile. Yeah,
1: I consider that a massive benefit. Like, Mm. you know, going forward, you know, I don't ever want to break up with Kevin or anything, but you know, I would probably (laughs) keep an eye out for foot fetishes just so I can get my feet rubbed.
3: (laughs) You say it's part nature, part nurture, so maybe you should just start nurturing those feelings now. See if you can. It's a bit of a late start, but you might be able to get there. Maybe mm. if I,
1: like, touch my boob and, like, show him my foot at the same time, he'll start getting, like, a Pavlov's dog like <laughs> auto-response to it. Like, you just start associating feet with boobs.
3: I feel like this might be some really good work you could do here. You could probably write a book on it and your experience, yeah. and I think, uh, I think it's worth a try.
1: Thanks. I appreciate your support. I feel it's also worth mentioning that although predominantly you hear about men having foot fetishes, There is no evidence to suggest that men are more likely to have foot fetishes than women.
0: I can happily see that. I think the past few episodes where we've delved into these things, it is always very sort of a common preconception that it's always the dude's It's like, no, it's for everyone. It's like
3: the age old internet saying 90% of women masturbate, 10% of women are big fat
1: liars. (laughs) (laughs) And yeah, we hear most about the sexuality of like heterosexual males because Mm. they are socialized to be the most vocal about their sexuality, whereas minority groups tend not to be. So a lot of the examples I came across were from men because they seem to be, especially straight men, seem to be totally fine with talking about their love of feet, whereas women, less so, which is a shame. Be proud of it. It's something that
0: goes quite back in history as well, in terms of the ritual of bathing feet and nurturing feet and looking after feet and normally deforming feet.
1: In fact, foot fetishes can be dated right back to the 12th century, if not, in fact, way earlier to um, before Jesus's time. And it's really interesting why this happened. So there are surges of foot fetishism during periods of epidemics of sexually transmitted diseases and like significant increases in sexual interest concerning feet happened during like std epidemics dating back to the 12th century so most recently there was like marked increase in foot fetishism during the period of the current aids epidemic Hmm. because it was seen by enthusiasts as a safe sex alternative because you're not going to get aids from getting off to someone's feet
3: just get a hefty case of athlete's fanny
1: Exactly, which sounds fucking terrifying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I hate this. The entire time we've been talking about this, I have passively just been getting my yoga poses on and kind of got my foot on the table, giving it a little rub. I kind of realized I've never been doing this for about 10 minutes. This is where it begins. This always happens every episode. I've spoken more about myself. But if you just really looked at your foot. I'm quite interested in this whole nurture thing because I personally
3: don't consider myself to have a foot fetish. It does nothing for me. But I have got hypermobility, so I've always been quite bendy and I sit cross-legged a lot and I'll quite often just touch my feet, play drums on my feet while I'm sat here because they're there and I can pull my toes until they click. That's quite fun. Um, Oh, sexy. I know, right? It's never been weird to me to interact with my feet in this way. So maybe there is some level of nurture where it's got to be like the forbidden fruit, a little bit taboo for it to get to this sort of place because it's completely fine for me.
1: Apparently, there is a, an element of it being taboo, which is part of the reason why many psychologists think that it's like considered to be such a common fetish. Because it is like the feet are the lowest part of the body; mm. they get smelly. You know, you're standing on them all day, you're walking in them all day. So there's an element of like submissive, dominative kind of elements there. So kind of like you know, worshiping someone's feet is a very submissive act, and for someone to like then put their feet in your face or something its quite a trusting act as well so it's, it's a whole lot of different boundaries being crossed there i get it i don't i don't get it but i get it
2: we're actually on top of that as well talking about the lowest part of the body i think it's in the united arab emirates it's like an insult to show someone the bottom of your feet because they oh, are yeah. the dirtiest
3: part of the body
1: i wonder if foot fascism is more or less common in those countries
3: hmm. Well, according to our calculations, Saudi Arabia has a population of 33 million. So 33 million, that would be probably just over 3 million people. Just under the population of Wales. Hey! hey. So this is now about Saudi Arabian foot fetishists in particular,
0: <laughs> to make it a subculture.
1: Damn it, I've not oh. done my research.
0: Oh, hacking heck. Well, don't worry, we've got enough time to look that up as we stop for a little wee pee break. I get me another cheeky can the lager. Ta-ra. see. Sarah. <laughs> Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> ah clink clug. That was a nice cheeky can. I need to find some better sound effects for the show but let's just segue out of my poor editing and management choice and get back to Joe and feet.
1: So here's a fun fact. Dr. Agrawal, in his 2009 book Forensic and the Medico-Legal Aspects of Sexual Crimes and Unusual Sexual Practices, wrote that It has been suggested that the foot's shape is distinctly phallic and is viewed by the fetishist to replicate the female or male genitals or the shape of a female body. Another view is that the feet and genitals are in the same visual window, and when looking at one, the other will be in view as well. Thus, the two genitals and feet become associated in the mind. Now, I think that's oh. fucking bullshit. <laughs> what? I think no, it's, it's absolute trash. No, really? What? Why? How?
0: I don't know, but I'm looking down at my junk, and my feet are in the like,
1: <laughs> Okay, I didn't think about it like that. See, I thought of it like if you're looking at someone's feet, I don't see their genitals. That's higher up. I have to look up for that. And also, how can a foot look both like a penis and a woman's body? Those two things are very, very differently shaped.
3: It's funny you should say that, because since you said on the break that feet look penisy, I've just noticed that my big toe, <laughs> if you just take the big toe out of context, it's rather shaft-like on the toe, and then it gets just a little bit more bulbous on the end. That is quite penisy. You've turned my big toe into a penis. And then for the, for the alternate side, if you take your toe, and the one next to it, your index toe, I suppose... And just put them together and then ever so slightly just start parting them. Oh, oh, look at that. Oh, there's a bit of a... Oh my god, there's a fanny.
0: There's a fanny. <laughs>
1: no. That's not what fannies look like. Stop that.
0: <laughs> they don't have nails above them either. <laughs> oh my god. At the end of my legs are just penises and fannies.
3: <laughs> I'm trying to find out which toes look the fanniest. Maybe the little toe and the one next to the little toe in just the right light with a bit of shadow.
1: Oh. i got to stop looking at my feet because I will develop a foot fetish if I look at my sexy feet long enough. Just <laughs> every
0: now and then just look, look down and be like, Oh my god, feet, what are you doing here? Get out of the shop. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding,
1: come
0: back here. And I guess you get like footache, you want to relieve like stress or pain. You do tense your feet a lot. I don't know why I always start with those. I never crack my knuckles, I always feet first.
1: Oh really? I can't crack my feet, that's ugh. No.
3: Oh, I've I've always cracked my feet, my toes. Oh, I love just no. popping my toes. It feels so Bleah. good. No. You want to train me try and pop a toe?
1: No oh, Um <laughs> Although, yeah, do it, someone do it, do it. who likes Fleet might be into it, so you should Here do it. Here we go, it. I'll yeah.
0: get real close.
3: No ah!
0: ah! No, that's not a... It feels like you snapped
1: it off.
3: That was the right big toe.
1: Oh. You <gasps> should charge people money for that content.
3: Did that do it for you guys?
1: Uh, do, you guys no. we
3: need to take, do we need to take another moment just while you go change your underwear and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I thought next we could maybe talk about some alleged celebrity podophiles. Ooh. Ooh, scandalous. So first on the list, we have infamous podophile Elvis Presley. Here's a fun fact about the king. He had a team of staff that would check women's feet before they were allowed to go into a romantic relationship with Elvis because he had such a thing what? for certain types of feet.
2: So did they have like a, a checklist or something to go Yeah,
1: through? I guess they did. They must have ah. like had his requirements, which I wish I knew what they were, because that's so interesting. It's like a
2: big
3: swatch of her.
2: Uh, yeah. Feet
1: <laughs> In some ways, wear. it's just like Cinderella. It's beautiful,
3: really, when you think about yes. it. Yes.
1: Cinderella is the earliest origin tale of a foot fetish. Oh, ah,
2: okay. Yeah, that makes perfect sense, Damn.
1: Yeah, it does. Cinderella, she has dainty little feet. She loses her shoe. A shoe is symbolic of foot fetishism.
3: That prince was just sniffing that shoe all night long. And at the end of the day, it ended with her shoving her big toe up his (laughs) anus. (laughs) That's what they don't tell you in the Disney movie. Yes, it's quite common, isn't it? But Disney stories are always the lighter, kid-friendly version of a story. That's basically the true Cinderella story. Like, go look it up. I'm 100% serious.
1: (laughs) I bet it is. (laughs) And you think about the the ugly sister's ugly feet. They're too big Mm -hmm. and ugly
3: and she walks barefoot for quite a lot of it doesn't she through, uh, yeah. through muddy fields and things like that. that's going to build up a nice layer of coloration on the bottom of her feet probably
1: I wonder if many foot fetishists would realise that Cinderella was like a formative part of their fetish forming it must be
3: this sounds like a poll we can do between the episodes
1: yeah <laughs> it's
0: up there with putting our feet on Twitter <laughs>
1: which i'm voting. still not doing for free
0: why twitter go patreon with that shit <laughs> <laughs> well guys if you want our feet just send the patreon not specifically for your sexual gratification <laughs> i mean if it helps it helps <laughs>
1: <laughs> so another celebrity podophile quentin tarantino of, of course, course he's yeah. a very famous one very known casanova total ladies man really feet yeah huh. andy warhol
0: if anything, that's kind of like feels like a vanilla Friday for him. It does.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Here's an interesting one Jack Black. Really? Oh, yeah. How, has a thing How for did feet. you find that one out? Uh, Buzzfeed.
0: <laughs> Classic. I mean, to be fair, though, we have literally just tried to make up some bullshit math on the fly, so bullshit raising <laughs> is the most accurate form of information we've had.
1: F. Scott Fitzgerald. He, again, likes feet. Britney Spears. Now, she isn't into other people's feet, she likes having her feet worshipped and touched and massaged and stuff. Is that
3: a different thing? Does that have a different name or is it all nope. part of the same?
1: It's all part of the same thing. So it all comes under the same foot fetishism umbrella. So like some foot fetishists prefer doting on other people's feet. Others like having attention drawn to their own feet. Which I mean I like having my feet rubbed. So maybe this does mean I have a foot fetish. I don't know. I mean if Britney Spears counts as having one and she likes having her feet rubbed, like who knows? Well, I just how much she likes
3: having her feet rubbed I suppose.
1: Oh that's true actually. No I don't, yeah. If you get off on it, then it's definitely a foot fetish. (laughs) Here's a sexy one. He'd never guess had a foot fetish, but he was on Graham Norton recently admitting this. Idris Elba.
0: No! Yep,
1: the sexiest foot fetishist in the world.
0: Oh, Joe, you've only made my life that bit bright. (laughs) I bet he's being inundated right now as well.
1: (laughs) He doesn't have to pay.
0: This is a public service announcement. I'm just going to change the thumbnail to Idris but <laughs> <laughs> right now.
1: Apparently he especially liked Kate Winslet's big feet.
3: <laughs> that would make me a bit uncomfortable, though. Like, the unsolicited foot appreciation.
1: Oh, I know. Yeah, because like sometimes you can't help but show your feet because yeah. it's hot.
3: And if someone's, someone's getting into that a little bit, it's like, ooh, you go to a topless beach, you don't stare.
1: That's the thing, though. I read an interview with a couple of guys who are into feet, and they said that summertime on, like, the tube is, like, absolutely, like, going on holiday for them. It's absolutely great, because they can just, like, stare at feet all the time. But one guy was like, oh, it's really bad, because when I'm in class, all the girls wear flip-flops and sandals on a hot day, and I spend the whole class distracted with a big bone. <laughs> 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 so it- that's actually really inconvenient it's
3: inconvenient and also quite upsetting
1: yeah
0: (laughs) Uh, i just like to pull back to my sweet sweet bay idris it wasn't a case of he just he made it known he just outright said i've got a foot thing and i gotta give it hats off to someone ballsy enough same with quinton just be like i like it
1: yeah normalize it it's so common if idris elba can have a foot fetish then we can all have a foot fetish
0: He's a golden standard to what I choose to keep my life towards. Exactly. Oh. Idris for next Bond?
1: Yeah. Idris for
0: foot Bond. Oh, foot Bond. Oh. Uh, are we going to get the Bond girl with the best feet?
1: Yeah.
0: Idris, oh. There's photos of his feet. He's got some pretty ass feet. Does he? Yeah. Just Google Idris's feet. Sorry, I, am a, I like Idris Elba a lot. <laughs> oh, that's quite a classy picture. of a wicker chair with him just up on yeah. the... Uh, oh, on the, on that's
1: the a good ball. one. Oh.
3: He does have nice yes. feet. His toes are quite small. I feel like he, he's got very similar feet to me. There's a good width there, but then the toes kind of... Not let it down, but they're
0: kind of dwarfed by the width
3: there.
0: The man's got a broad, stylish foot. Yeah. I feel that something's awoken in me. I bet he has the yeah. same problem trying to find shoes with it.
1: I bet oh, he does. Hold on a
0: second. I've seen another picture of his feet. He's got a toe that kind of curls over the other one.
1: Is that, that sexy?
0: Yeah. I'm not a fan of that. Let me verify this. It could just be someone else's foot that they've <laughs> just outright... What, we've got an
3: Idris Elba foot impersonator here. Foot cosplay. Is foot cosplay a thing? <laughs> I don't
1: think so. <laughs> foot impersonation, maybe? I, I don't know. I'm, I haven't come across that in my research. We've had all these like really classy people with foot fetishisms. you know, you've got like Elvis, you've got Casanova, Scott Fitzgerald, Idris Elba. And then you've got Ted Bundy.
0: Oh, There's oh. a real black mark. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: bring it down Sweet. for everyone else. That's uh...
1: Apparently he bought like 30 pairs of women's socks when he was trying to escape the police. And that's what like gave away his location or something. What, to
3: wear himself or?
1: No, just to like, I don't know, get off on.
3: Was he actually attracted to the sock? Because there's quite a common sort of, well, not mythology, but uh, the, the teenager and the, the one sock that does not get, no. get put in the laundry. <laughs>
2: But 30 pairs, though, that's... that's Yeah, he's
1: really going through them. He's
2: he's quite virile, isn't he?
1: (laughs) So, um, among my research, I came across some interviews of people with foot fetishes. And sadly, most of them were men. But they're not all straight men. There's there's a gay man in there, and there's a woman as well. So I thought it'd be interesting to find out what makes a sexy foot in the the opinion of these four people. Hmm. So this... 25-year-old heterosexual man says that he likes when a girl has skinny feet and long toes, but not too long, and he is not a fan of toes that are too short. He likes mm. girls taking care of their feet and wearing nail polish, but only light nail polish, and especially on tanned feet. And he doesn't like when feet have a smell. So that's interesting, like, because some people love smelly feet.
3: Picky, isn't he? If I will be picky. honest, that's like, oh yeah, I, li- I like the supermodels of feet only.
1: <laughs> honestly that's like a really common thing i've come across is like the pernicketyness of like wanting certain type of feet he also said that he hates having his feet touched and play with so he only ever likes giving attention to feet he hates receiving and this guy says he rarely goes barefoot and he always wears socks and shoes which i think is really funny that like a guy with a foot <laughs> fetish is like denying other people a chance to be into his feet a bit of a uh <laughs>
3: a foot phobia
1: i don't know maybe I did want to try and find if there was anyone who was into their own feet, because that's the thing that, you know, narcissism, you know, mm. masturbating in front of mirrors is again, is quite a common fetish, but I couldn't come across anyone who was like necessarily aroused by their own feet, except for one instance that I will come to later.
2: Oh, mysterious. Yes. Surely you think if it's that high in the population, there must be at least a couple, statistically speaking.
1: Yeah. You think there must be because, like, if you have sexy feet, <laughs> then why wouldn't you?
3: Maybe the problem is like most people's mirrors, even floor-length mirrors,
0: don't quite get the feet in there. It gets quite difficult to appreciate, possibly. So you're on the lookout for the people who stare at their feet a lot, or people who have those well, one like mirrors you get in like uh, shoe shops.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so next we had a 35 year old homosexual male who says that he likes bigger feet, which are around 10 inches or more. Now that I like a guy who measures feet in inches, because I have no idea how many <laughs> inches my feet are. <laughs> is that
3: 10 inches length or 10 inches around?
1: 10 inches in length. 10 inches around would be a Bigfoot. Bigfoot. Is Bigfoot sexy?
3: Ooh. Is Bigfoot sexy?
2: Let's, let's stick back into Google. Surely someone finds Bigfoot sexy. But is it more for his feet or is it more for his personality?
1: Mm. That's true. He's a hairy hunk.
0: Mm. Oh, this is a whole nother thing with, like, monster feet. Is there, like, monster feet fetish?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. I've no idea.
0: Bigfoot is known for his big feet, but
3: I wouldn't say there was ever any close-up images of his feet, so I wonder if it's more the slightly stranger monster side of things going on. In fact, yeah, I've got an article here, Bigfoot Sexy, Erotica Author Explains. And just from a glance, I can see them talking about monster porn rather than foot porn. Ah, there we go. That's quite an interesting title of her ebook series, Come for Bigfoot. um, How much is that?
1: (laughs) (laughs) So other characteristics that are seen as sexy then. So we've got a 23-year-old, another heterosexual male. I'm sorry, they dominate the conversation. But he's, again, very particular about what he thinks are sexy feet. So he says, I didn't realize until somebody pointed it out to me, but most of the feet I like share three characteristics. They are around size eight or bigger, they're slender, and they have very high arches. Just to give an example, I think Ella Stone's feet are gorgeous, especially because of their high arches.
0: Ella Stone feet.
1: There's going to be so many results. I bet her feet are very sexy.
3: Come up immediately with a shoe size eight, but no pictures. Ooh, Ryan Gosling's an 11. Why is Ooh. that people search. Oh, I suppose they did that dance film together, didn't they? I don't think I her mean, feet are all that. No, I'm, I'm looking at that and going, that's, that's quite a vanilla foot. Yeah. I feel the shoe is doing all the work here.
1: Do you feel like you've seen some sexier feet?
0: I feel like I have done. I, yeah. I yeah. mean, we, we saw Idris's, which were that's on true. point.
1: So next I thought it'd be good to hear from a heterosexual woman. This is a 23-year-old, and she says that she likes the shape of a foot, like a size 10. Very masculine and clean and strong. She also likes nicely shaped toenails. She likes giving pedicures and massaging feet and loves how smooth her boyfriend's feet are and watching them breathe with his sandals on. Interesting. I mean,
0: she sounded like she really enjoyed writing that for starters, so good for her. Yeah, Yeah. she's into it. Passionate. Segue for a moment. How many people get into pedicuring who are also heavily um, invested into feet?
1: I imagine it must be quite common because Mm. I know a lot of people who will pay money for foot pictures will also do things like pay money for pedicures. Ah. Like there's this whole like femdom industry of people being like, send me money and I'll go get a pedicure with your cash and then I'll send you foot pictures of my new pedicure as thanks, (laughs) which is a great deal. I would do that. (laughs) Fuck yeah. I wonder
3: how many people have gotten into the industry because of their too much love for feet.
1: This woman said that she got into it by having a pedicure. She, she used to go to get her feet pedicured a lot and would see men getting theirs done and started her fetish by seeing other men get their feet pedicured, basically. So there you go, it's, but it But not, not getting
3: into the fetish through that, but getting into the pedicure industry.
1: Oh, I see. Deciding that this is, this
3: is the life of them. This is what they want to do. They want to touch people's feet for a living.
0: And is that wrong? Mm. I mean if I was passionate about feet I'd definitely be like get me in there and if someone was also passionate about my feet I'd be like yeah sort these little piggies out
1: <laughs> So now we know what makes a foot sexy to different people who thinks they have a sexy foot
0: From a few
3: case studies that we've heard I wouldn't yeah. consider me to have a sexy foot I feel like I've got a very similar foot shape to Idris Elba with the I, I don't know what you'd call that pub. but what's the anatomy of a foot called Soul? it's wide towards the toes but then the toes kind of get a bit more reserved again
0: Mm. got a
3: decent arch there's a bit of arch there it's very broad
0: Mm. i feel i've got a very white man foot of just being like very sort of it's like a shovel that someone's dropped (laughs) Like a shovel oh not even that mine's more kind of like the stick you get after having a nice lolly just a a bit like an
1: emoji a foot emoji
0: yeah given i'm a fairly chunky lad i'm also surprised i've got a a very veiny strong looking foot
1: hey that's sexy is, is veiny sexy well, m- strong looking, she said, was sexy.
0: I don't know, maybe this is kind of going athletic strong versus actual strength strong.
1: Where do we fall with hair? Like hair,
3: no hair, bit of a strip down the middle?
1: I think vascularity and hair would both be considered masculine traits. Yeah. So I think if huh. if you're into like masculine feet, the more the better.
0: Oh, in which case, I've got to have a twink sort of foot then. <laughs> 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 a little bit of hair, but not enough. But very right, petite
1: i don't think i've got enough foot my feet are only size six so it's probably not enough foot for a foot fetishist they'd be like oh there's not enough there sorry on the internet you don't have to let that out you can you can take
3: some closer pictures you can maybe skew the scale by having perspectives you know, buy, buy smaller
0: bananas to hold of your toes <laughs>
1: yeah yeah i've got size 10 feet totally
0: here's a coke can fun size compared to my feet for scale
1: and the coke can is really far away <laughs> so it makes my foot look bigger. <laughs> so one of the funny things I came across when I was researching for this episode was something called, and I cannot believe I'm saying this, phantom foot fetishism.
3: I've heard the term phantom foot before.
1: Yes, phantom limb. So
3: how does that work?
1: So neuroscientist Vilaniya Ramachandran, the director of the Center of Brain and Cognition at the University of California, said that he solved the mystery of foot fetishes while studying the brain malfunctions that led to phantom limb syndrome. He found that the syndrome resulted when a person's body image map, the brain's map of the body in which different body parts are associated with and controlled by different brain regions, failed to erase the part of the map that corresponded to the amputated limb. So in the case of phantom foot patients, he found that the amputees' brains didn't just fail to erase the missing foot from their body image map, which is phantom limb, they accidentally rewired the map in a way that caused the person's phantom foot to become sexy. So phantom foot patients recorded feeling sexual pleasure and even orgasms in their missing feet. What? So not only are these people aroused by their own foot, but the foot doesn't exist anymore and they're aroused by the missing foot.
0: So your body just didn't forget about it. It's now got a, a sexy longing for it.
1: Yeah, it's rewired and the foot is now not only missing, but it's sexy.
0: That's so cool.
1: Isn't it cool?
0: For, for viewers at
3: home, I believe the instructions there were remove limbs, climax for days.
1: And you know part of treating phantom limb is by holding up a mirror to the limb that isn't missing so that they feel as though the limb is still there. Have you heard about this?
2: Mm, yeah. Oh. Oh. So
1: it's it's really clever. It's a really cheap way of curing basically phantom limb. It's it's really effective. And I guess they uh, look at the reflection of their missing foot and or rather the not missing foot and they're like aroused by it.
0: Give me more, give me more. This is the good stuff I live for.
1: Okay, so I also came across, and sadly I couldn't test it myself, but there is such a thing as VR virtual reality foot pornography. Oh. I found a thread where people were kind of getting into it and there was a link to get it, but I don't have a virtual reality headset sadly, so I couldn't try it out. So I can't test out my VR foot porn.
0: Another one for the Patreon.
1: Something else I stumbled upon when doing research was a Japanese takeout chain called Tenka Torimasu now offers, I can't believe I'm saying this, gulls soul-flavoured fried chicken.
3: Ooh, that's that's not what I expected or wanted. I was thinking you were going to go for you know, foot massages while you eat sushi or something like that, nope. which sounds quite pleasant. That's uh, that's something completely different.
1: Yeah, no, this is fried chicken that tastes like feet. Specifically oh, girls' feet. How? Ah, I'm glad you asked. So first so, of all... Thanks, Jacob. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a creative collaboration with masked idol singer group Carmen Joshi. I don't know if anyone's in, into J-pop. But there you go, they came up with the idea. And the key ingredient, how they create the flavour of girls' soul, is natto, which is fermented soybeans, which creates that sort of salty flavour.
0: Oh, So it's not actually, I'm just going to get a bit of my sweat. Sweat's also
3: quite tame. I thought we were going, like, you know, the hard skin you get on your foot. I'm sure we've all seen the gif of someone picking up the the, the cheese grater, moving towards it, and then cutting to the parmesan being poured, and just being like... (laughs) foot parmesan's not what you want. <laughs> oh,
1: would you like
0: some foot parmesan on your pasta, sir? <laughs> Here, let me grate it fresh from the bunions. Ba- oh. just whacking that foot on the table. Uh, I've gone from the high of Idris Elba and appreciating how beautiful his feet are, to now feeling violently ill. I mean, I imagine, like, getting your
3: toes right in the spaghetti and just wiggling it around would probably feel quite nice in a way. Oh, it would. Uh, what? I mean, it's, it's just one of those sensory things, like putting your hand in a bag of rice.
1: Yeah. I've never got to put my foot in a bag of rice. I bet that would feel nice but as you well. you can get
3: some pretty big bags of rice. I reckon that's a very doable thing. Another one for the Patreon mark?
2: <laughs> I like, I like the, the juxtaposition between a bag of rice and a giant VR headset. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, you know, fuck the VR. We'll just get lots of bags of rice and we'll sell you the rice. Oh, we could sell the rice though, couldn't we? That's, uh... Yeah. It's our bathwater moment, guys.
1: Yeah!
0: Listener, we will sell you bags of our foot rice. And we might as well do the bathwater
3: as well. We'll we'll fill up
0: your bath, Jake.
3: We'll all just stand in it, get out. There you've got some (laughs) foot bath. You bottle that up, you send it along with the rice. That's like a ready meal, basically.
1: Do you reckon, and I realise what I'm about to say is possibly sacrilegious, but do you think, considering all the foot massages he gave, that Jesus had a foot fetish...
3: I did consider that back when we were talking about olden days and foot washing. He did wash a lot of feet.
1: A huge amount. A very dirty... He liked the dirty feet, essentially. As the son
3: of God, I'm sure he received a lot of foot worship. Especially in his younger days. That's some nurture there, so it's just basically 50-50. Did he have the nature?
1: Yeah. Does God have a foot fetish? Yes.
0: Confirmed. In pictures, (laughs) you only ever see his feet. I only ever see God's feet. (laughs)
1: always in the sandals you can get a lot a lot of pictures of jesus's feet and god's feet so if you are into feet why not go religious
0: good for your soul (laughs) joe got it yes that is very
3: sacrilegious to get off to god's feet i suppose (laughs) but at the same time you are
1: worshiping
0: god in a way so
1: exactly i'm
0: very conflicted we might need to call a priest where does it say, thou shalt not do the one-hand snake dance to God? Where Where is, is that a, a sin on the Seven Commandments,
1: Yeah, eh? Jesus is already quite sexy.
3: I'm just concerned that Jake thinks there's only Seven Commandments. Which three are you not
1: recognising as
0: real commandments?
1: <laughs> I hope it's not murder. Wait, is
0: there 10 or 11? No, there's 10, isn't there? 10. Well, murder's fine, since apparently Jesus was okay to sick a bear on three kids for mocking a bald man.
1: <laughs> he was
0: bald, though. He's not a real person. <laughs> you be careful, Carl. Send a bear at you. <laughs> I'll send it barefoot too. Oh, terrible. Hey, I am getting them all up now.
1: The final thing I came across when researching for this episode was I thought it was important to look into some sex toys for podophiles because foot fetishists <laughs> need sex toys too, and it's something that we've discussed as a group before. Is like That sounds like a hell of a hashtag. What? Foot
3: fetishists <laughs> need sex toys too. Hashtag show support. <laughs> we'll start a movement.
1: So, we came across, as a group, I should say. I'm not going to take credit for this. Eh? <laughs> no, Even please please take toy. credit for this. I want
0: nothing to do with this.
1: <laughs> Distancing yourself. There's no
0: proof. No browser history here.
1: <laughs> My browser history is so fucked. It's so fucked. So, I came across something called, and it has the worst name ever, The Vajankle. <laughs>
3: I love it every time I hear it.
1: Yeah. I didn't know it was called that. Yeah. Oh. And... <laughs> Oh, my days. So I was trying to think, like, you know, what, what would a sex toy for a foot fetishist look like? And I kind of imagined, like, a pair of feet that you could put your dick into and maybe the toes were a bit prehensile so you could, like, you know, for people with vaginas, they could, like, manually stimulate themselves with the toes. This is not what they did.
3: Mm. We really wish it was,
1: listeners. I wish yeah. it was. Mm. I yeah. thought maybe even, you know, you could put the dick between the toes or something. Like, there's lots of different creative it's ways so you can... Realistic it's super realistic it looks like just a severed foot
3: a severed foot but someone has stuck a hyper realistic vagina right onto where the gaping wound would be the
0: stump
1: the stump
0: (laughs) the stump
1: It it looks so
0: needlessly real
2: it's the veins as well
1: i know we're talking about foot fetishism, which people find weird and freaky and the whole point of these episodes is to like normalize stuff and show that it's not weird But this sex toy is weird. I don't like that you have to fuck the stump. That's not good. Don't fuck the stump.
0: Stump fucking's not alright, guys.
1: That's not the sexy part of a foot. Everyone knows it's the high arches.
0: So at what point does the foot stop being the foot? How high up do we go, people?
1: I think it goes up to the knee, as Jake said.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It goes all the way to the hip, I thank you very much. (laughs) Weenus is part of the foot. I'll fight you whoever says otherwise. (laughs) I guess you'd have to have a bit of depth, wouldn't you? Because you couldn't just... I mean, the
2: foot's not very thick.
3: It's not got to be, like, anatomically perfect. You could build, like, a thin outer (laughs) wall that's quite a sturdy material, I imagine.
0: When they put a vagina in the foot, I don't think they were worrying too much about being anatomically perfect. We can put a man on
3: the moon, we can put a vagina on a foot.
1: (laughs) Uh, uh... It's just like, if you were gonna, like, okay, I've done a lot of research for this episode, and I have researched things like how to have sex with a foot fetishist and you know it's things like if you're having sex with someone with a penis you can use your feet together to like rub the penis that's like a logical Mm. way to get off with feet so i thought the sex toy would be like two feet kind of together with a hole in between them so you can fuck the feet but no.
3: If you really wanted to include a vagina on the foot, between the toes, just makes so exactly. much more sense. Mm.
1: Not on the stump. And also, <laughs> it's so heteronormative because what if you are into penises and you also like feet? Why isn't there a penis version with a big floppy dick hanging off That her? would
3: look horrific. Imagine walking in and finding someone <laughs> with just a foot hanging out of their fanny. Like, where is the whoa, rest whoa, of that person? Whoa. This foot looks so realistic. <laughs> if that was just hanging out of someone, I'd think something <laughs> horrific <laughs> It
1: happened <laughs> it's not gonna be worse than fucking the stump of a foot though <laughs> imagine oh, that
2: god at least one with a dick on it could be a very good or well, a very makeshift prosthetic foot
1: it's, yeah it, exactly There's really,
2: not anything here
1: no i couldn't find anything i looked for ages
2: well there's a niche market here get the get programming out we'll uh, get it sorted <laughs> that's another one for the pretty mark <laughs> the thing is i mean i don't mean to dog on it too much but have you seen junk carpenter's the thing Yes. Yeah. when it kind of becomes like a weird parody of man, and it's this weird.
3: Uh, the vagina on yeah. the foot. You could imagine this in a horror film, like the thing from the Adams Family just like crawling towards you. And the name as
0: well, Vagankle. I think that makes it for me, the vagina. It's
1: because it's the vagina in an ankle. They couldn't name it <laughs> Vagfoot because it's in the fucking stump.
0: Or the Veet.
3: The Veet. I oh, know Veet's actually a different product, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we, we can't do that. that. That'd be a whole copyright
0: nightmare. <laughs> I think that is a good place to end that there. We, it's, it's, we started... not, it's not a good place. But... <laughs> <laughs> we're finishing as we're starting Ben. Final question, I guess, in which case, let's put it to a vote. Who do we think out of us has the sexiest feet, which we'll put in a poll to verify? But who's got some predictions? What's audience going to vote?
1: I think Ben's with his prehensile toes.
0: I've got the hairy masculine feet.
3: They're quite wide, like Idris Elba's. What size are you? About, well, it depends. Again, the wide feet really throw it. So width-wise, a 12. Length-wise, maybe a 10.
1: Interesting.
0: Oh, oh. then Our feet are similar then.
1: Jacob, you've been awfully quiet about your feet.
0: Because they're just... He doesn't have any, Joe. <gasps>
3: He's wow. got
1: phantom foot fetish.
3: He's like a pirate. He's like a double pirate. He's just got two peg legs. Ooh. I mean, if you had a peg leg, you could go for just like a dildo on the end. That could be quite an interesting yeah.
1: take Yeah.
0: Dildo legs. <laughs>
3: Multipurpose as well. Captain dildo legs for Dread Pyro. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's another one for the Patreon.
2: <laughs> yeah, my, uh, my my vajangles <laughs> fell off long ago, I'm afraid. But, um, oh but no, I mean, don't vote for me. They're flat. They're size 11 so they're slightly bigger, but I've you're got, being
1: I'm, very modest. Being very modest, mod- yeah.
2: boy. So, so modest, but no, they're, they're completely flat. They're like flippers. <laughs> they're, they're awful.
3: There's a foot for everyone, Jacob. Don't put yourself down.
2: <laughs> Do you really mean it, Pen? Do you really? I, I really mean <laughs> it. it. My
3: eyes. There's plenty of weird-footed fish in this footy sea. Ah, oh,
0: exactly. If you're a mod, Aww. if you're if you're looking for a modest boy with a lovely pair of feet, you know who to call. Subcultured. Slide into my DMs. They're always so. Slide barefoot into his DMs. Mm. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. Anyway, thank you so much, Joe, for enlightening us in the world of feet. Again, another marvellous tour down the fetishist world and the marvel of the foot subculture. And I think I'll call that there. Thank you, everyone, for listening to another wonderful, insightful episode of Subcultured. We are the Subcultured Board of Tourism, and we apologise for this message.
3: Oh, oh, that's got to be a thing. There's someone rigged a flashlight up to one of those singing fish motors?
1: <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>